Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Great America Show. I'm Lou Dobbs, and it's great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. As the saying goes, things are looking up as we approach Election Day, about five days off now. And suddenly, that red wave we were thinking about in the spring and then corporate media in the summer told us not to think about it all, not to expect that red wave. And now, here in the fall, with elections less than a week away, the corporate media and university pollsters that have been all but predicting that the Marxist Dems would hold the House and the Senate are suddenly revising their polls and their projections. Lo and behold, they're running from those forecasts to now embrace the prospect, the likely prospect, that now not only will the Republicans win back the House, but also regain the Senate. And not by one seat, not two, but three, perhaps four seats. Was that a cheer I heard go up? Was that another cheer? It should be because the left is basically being forced to acknowledge their wrong-headed prognostication and just a wee bit of partisan prejudice and their spirited numerical support of their Marxist left uh, outlook. Well, it was off by a sizable measure of just about something the size of Greenland. High crime, high inflation, deadly drugs, sex trafficking, and the Marxist dim White House lying through their teeth about a secure southern border. Lies upon lies, denials upon denials, Biden and his White House elves denying that there was inflation at all at one point, suggesting at another point it was all transitory, a brief occurrence, and then it would be on its way. All lies, of course, all Marxist disinformation at its worst, emanating from the White House, without consequence. Republican leadership, by the way, was silent. Corporate media was compliant in their acquiescence to the psyops run almost weekly by the Marxist left against the American people. Lies are truth, down is up, wrong is right, dark is bright, and for almost 22 months now, the Marxist dim puppet president and his puppeteers have avoided consequence until this very moment. The midterm elections are upon us, and now, There are consequences at hand, and just in time. The latest polling and Real Clear Politics projections shows Republicans taking back the House and the Senate by sizable margins, as many as 50 seats in the House, four seats in the Senate, and picking up three governorships. These are all, of course, projections, but unthinkable until two weeks ago when corporate media and some Dems realized they couldn't succeed in their lies. And unless they adjusted to reality, they and their polling would make them look monumentally foolish and crooked. Well, nowhere is the battle more intense, more important than in the state of Arizona, where names like Carrie Lake, Mark Fincham, 
uh, Abe Hamaday and Blake Masters dominate the airwaves and who may be the beneficiaries of a colossal red wave sweeping the nation on November 8. Our guest today is the woman responsible for the Republican messaging, much of the strategy and tone of the campaign in Arizona. Joining us here on The Great America Show, please welcome Kelly Ward, the chair of the Arizona Republican Party. Great to have you here. Hey, Lou, it's great to be back with you. And yes, we want to make sure that America is great. And uh, I think Arizona is the tip of the spear to make that happen. We are working so hard. We've got an amazing slate of candidates, not just one or two, all of our candidates across the board working together like you've never seen before. And I don't think we see it in any other state where they all have things that they want to accomplish together. They all have specific roles. They all have ways to work together to make those policies that need to be put into place at every level a reality so that Arizona can be great and we can lead the way for America. You know, Kelly, I've, I've got to compliment you because uh, on a host of issues, but on this particular, you're talking about your, your uh, slate of candidates. I've seen more pictures of uh, Mark Bencham, Kelly, uh, Kelly, Carrie Lake, uh, you know, Blake Masters, uh, Abe uh, Hamaday. I I mean, all together. Uh, I I haven't seen that any in any other state in the union. Now, maybe Mm -hmm. I just missed it, but I haven't seen it anywhere where a slate of candidates is up where they could really help each other. Uh, Yes. Are you aware of any other state doing it? I do not know of any other state. And I do know in other states, some of the candidates, even though they're on the same political team, they're all Republicans or they're all Democrats, they don't even like each other. Uh, (laughs) I think that, that our team is different because they're willing to take on the political risks of associating with each other because their message is so similar and so focused on what has to happen here in our state and across the country. Um, And they've brought in people, not just Carrie, Blake, you know, Mark and Abe, the the rest of the slate, the rest of the executive branch slate, the legislative branch, uh, you know, our legislature, we got rid of a lot of rhinos, Lou, in the primary. And so people can feel confident if they've been worried about the Republican Party going astray, going the Lincoln Project way, going you know, into this squishy middle where they give up ground every single election, every single policy decision. We have corrected that in Arizona so people can be you know, unafraid to vote straight Republican down the ticket, whether it's the legislature, whether it's the school board. We've uh, We've really, really honed our our message and we've gotten people that are, you know, they share those values. They have a great moral compass. They know where they're coming from. They have a firm foundation and they are unafraid to tell the, the electorate and to tell the world what they believe, why they believe it and how it's going to make things better across the board, no matter what political party you are part of, or if you're not part of a political party at all. You know, and, and it's, a, it's a wonderful, a, a wonderful template for the rest of the country to follow. Uh, you know, a couple of candidates here and there will sort of shoulder up uh, together uh, on the, in their messaging. Uh, but it is, I just can't think of another state. And it's, by the way, as you well know, 
the Republican Party uh, has its rhinos, uh, but the Democrat Party doesn't have dinos. And I don't understand why people don't ever ask why. Why don't the Democrats have those dinos? That that's right. Well, because they they will, um, you know, one of them will lie, and the next one will swear to it. And they are so focused on reshaping our country on the the great transformation, as Obama said it. You know, he he wanted to transfer transform this nation from the great nation we were to the s-hole country that we are right now under leadership from him uh joe biden uh, kamala harris give me a break here in our state mark kelly he's trying to go out on the campaign trail tell people that he's some kind of an independent when he votes with biden and chuck schumer 94 percent of the time if that's independent then uh you know, I've got a, I've got some oceanfront property here in Arizona that I could sell to those elector, electorate, those in the electorate who are willing to buy that. Uh, and and I'll tell you what, principally in the eastern part of the country, there are a lot of people who buy it. I, I don't know what to say about a party that ha- its top six leaders. I, just think about this, Kelly. The top six leaders: Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer. I, don't you think if you were in that party, you'd be thinking twice about what in the world you're associating with? Yes, you were making me a little bit sick there, Lou, just to hear all those names all in a row, uh, because not not one of them has done anything to make be- things better for regular Americans. I mean, they are responsible for these outrageous gas prices. And now Biden wants us to say, oh, thank you. You brought it down a couple of pennies here and there when we're paying more than twice as much as we were when Trump was president. Um, You know, housing prices, food prices. I was at the grocery store yesterday and there was a little lady and we were both looking at cheese. I was looking for Colby Jack cheese. I couldn't find Colby Jack. She said, oh, I'm just looking for whatever's the cheapest because that's that's all I can afford. Um, And, you know, it it is sad what these Democrats have done and what they want to continue to do to to the people of our nation. It is. And there's no there's no if uh, about it. uh, There's no and about it. These uh, radical Marxist Dems control the Democrat Party. They control this puppet president. Uh, and there is no question what they mean to do because they're demonstrating it uh, almost weekly, whether it be a, a wide-open southern border bringing in 6 million illegal immigrants. No one knows where they've been distributed across the country. Uh, we don't know what they're doing, but we do know one thing, who's paying for it, and that's yeah. the American taxpayer, and we still don't know what the bill is. Uh, we know also that this uh, this president uh, and that party – have no compunction whatsoever about radical gender uh, transition and transformation surgery uh, for for any age yeah. of our our children. It, it's an assault on everything precious and and, uh, and and values that are absolutely critical to the, to this yeah. nation. Well, yeah, they want to destroy faith, they want to destroy family, and they want to destroy freedom. Um, across the board, the policies that they are trying to implement, the things that they are trying to normalize, the the messages that they are trying to give to our children and to people across the board. 
uh, are designed to destroy faith, family, and freedom, the bedrocks of this country, and really the bedrocks of the Republican Party. Uh, if they can destroy those things, then they feel that they will have free reign to be able to rule over us. And that's why we're working so hard. I know you've been working on it for years and years, as have I, to to restore the belief in you know people's faith and to, to strengthen families and to make sure that we stand up for freedom. That's what America is all about. Without liberty, without free speech, without the uh, the uh, our God-given rights that are codified in our Constitution, our country is just another second-class place in the world to be taken over by the next strongman dictator that comes along. And the Democratic Party has obviously decided to become uh, the party of uh, that uh, that vision. Uh, they're totalitarian. They're authoritarian. Yeah. Uh, I don't care whether we're talking about mandates, masks, uh, what two teachers unions are doing to our public education uh, in this country. Uh, The list just goes on and on. I want to turn to one of those uh, left wingers. Liz Cheney uh, is urging her her pack, urging uh, Arizona voters to reject Harry Lake and Mark Fincham, by golly. I wonder who in the world decided that that Liz Cheney would be the ideal spokesman to take on Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham in the Republican Party in Arizona. <laughs> well, probably lion Liz Cheney herself, supported by people from the Lincoln Project and other, uh, you know, outlier groups that don't represent the people of the United States. Uh, you know, personally, I've been attacked by Liz Cheney. Uh, you know, she is on the J6 Unselect Committee. She is part of the the weaponized government that's persecuting me personally, as well as many, many people across this country who do not deserve it, who just want to stand up for our First Amendment and our right to free speech and our ability to uh, to say what we think in our country. And uh, and Liz Cheney is a ringleader in in destroying that. And it is just hilarious that she has come in and wants to say that she's so powerful when she lost her own election in dramatic fashion. Uh, you know, I think she got about 30, 33 percent of the vote in her primary. The voters of Wyoming rejected her. The people of America reject her. The Republican Party reject her. She is censured. She is not a Republican in good standing. And she thinks that she's so powerful that she can come into our great state and talk about our beloved uh, political candidates who are going to win their election, Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham, Carrie Lake for governor, Mark Fincham for secretary of state, because election integrity is important across the board here and in every other state in this great nation. And I do think it's hilarious that Carrie has raised over a half a million dollars since Liz Cheney has poked her big nose into our state. It is her <laughs> biggest, most successful fundraiser that she has had. So, Liz, keep it coming because we want the money to flow in so that Carrie uh, you know, has every resource to become the next governor. Liz Cheney is obviously incapable of raising any kind of money for herself or her political prospects. I wonder if the woman understands just how insignificant and irrelevant she will be on November 9th. Because the only significance she's got is as a tool for the Marxist Dems. Uh, and and even then, it's, it's a marginal relevance. Uh, right. And after this is over, 
she's done. She's she's got to go back to uh, well, wherever. I don't think she's going to go back to Wyoming because those people has don't she like ever her. even been there? That's a, you know. And, <laughs> well, that... and wait, don't don't forget, Lou. She said she's going to run for president. You bet. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's delusional. She is a delusional well, person. Maybe she and Evan McMullen in Utah could put together a ticket. You'd have uh, two delusional, uh, uh, yep. complete in, uh, incompetence uh, rolling together. I, I don't know what to say about her. It's just, it's just appalling, and it's, uh, it, it's a, a sickness uh, that she really needs to take something for. Uh, Mark Kelly uh, hosting a summit with the leader of a group focusing on transitioning children and keeping them away from unsupportive parents. Now, that, that was apparently in 2020, uh, running against Blake Masters. What in the world is the view there? How, how damaging or is it uh, damaging uh, to Kelly to have done, uh, to made that alignment? I mean, he's got some peculiar alignments. That's, that's another of them. Mm-hmm. Well, it certainly should be damaging to Mark Kelly because it is undoubtedly damaging to these children who are being abused by by society. Uh, and and the parents, the parents who don't want to allow it are being treated as though they are the child abusers. It is it is one of the greatest sicknesses that I have seen in our time. Uh, I, you know, I'm a physician, Lou. I am appalled at my profession, at people who would who would encourage these these confused kids to mutilate themselves to to make it so that they can never ever ever have children in the future um and and the way they manipulate those children themselves and their parents is sickening they tell those those families that if they don't allow their son to become their daughter that they will have a dead son and wouldn't they rather have a, a live you know transgender daughter uh, that is not the case because what we see is after these these mutilations occur there is still huge huge amounts of depression and suicide in this community uh in this population it is a small population thank goodness um but they are not preventing any of those things. In many cases, they are making it much, much worse. And they're doing it in the name of wokeness. Wokeness breeds weakness and, and, and it is destroying, destroying lives. I think the leftists, you know, they, they all want to kill babies, kill babies, kill babies, abortion, 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 all the way up till the moment of birth, maybe after. So since Roe v. Wade has been repealed and these decisions have been returned to the states, I think that they say, well, we couldn't kill them in the womb. Now we will kill their spirits at any time during their childhood by doing this devastating, mutilating, uh, or irreversible surgery and transition on these poor, poor kids. You know, and for the for the life of me, I, I I don't know that the Republican Party nationally is doing enough to stand up and to speak to these issues because uh, it, it it all goes to parents' rights and the strength of the family uh, in this country, all of which are being assaulted by the Marxist Dems, and then they want to pound their chest because they are uh, facilitating, uh, if indeed not indoctrinating and insisting on. Uh, this gender transitioning, 
it's and and it sort of burst into our society so suddenly uh, there are many people i suppose like me who said what in the world is going on where did this come from what is it about what is driving it uh because it's incomprehensible i'll be the first to say I don't understand what is happening here, either its origins uh, or the purpose of the Democratic Party uh, in, in pushing it. it it's it, it's un, you, you, you cannot grasp the concept. And, and Mark Kelly uh, here in Arizona is at the forefront. So is Katie Hobbs. They, they uh, would love nothing more than mutilation of our children. And our, our superintendent of public instruction candidate on the Democrat side has created a a chat room for these confused kids to be able to go in, speak with adults whose only qualifications are that they identify as LGBTQ, whatever, plus uh, they are not counselors. They potentially are predators. They're putting our vulnerable kids. She is this Kathy Hoffman. Um, Tom Horn is running against her. He is the the only choice for superintendent of public instruction. She's created this chat room where they can go. And it even has an escape button, Lou, where if you're if their mom or dad walks in and sees that, you know, and they don't want them to know what they're looking at, they can just push a button. It looks like they're doing like a Google search. Uh, It's extraordinary. That's Democrats. and it's all on the ballot and in state after state across the country it's uh, it is really uh, as i said incomprehensible i truly believe uh, to most americans and, and to see it unfolding before our very eyes to see the teachers unions supportive uh, driving the the atmospherics in public education the public schools used to be uh, well used to be they still are uh, are, are, I think, our greatest institution uh, equal, yes. as, as an equalizer in our society, a, a place of great opportunity and, and, and enrichment. And to see it caught up in this this right. web of depravity is, uh, to me, just appalling. Yeah, uh, just squandered. I, We've squandered something that makes our country stand out all over the world. You know, my, my daughter was an exchange student. She went to Chile for a year when she was in high school and they don't have public education. Well, they have public education, but it is substandard education compared to what private schools are able to get. And our schools are devolving into that because they've taken away the academics and the learning aspect. If you look at the reports on how how terribly our children are doing since the COVID lockdown, since the school shutdowns that Democrats foisted upon us across this whole nation, Um, They've replaced that kind of learning with indoctrination of our children on these kinds of issues, whether it's there's no boys, there's there's no such thing as a boy or a girl, uh, confusing kids about everything, uh, berating students who who stand up and say they believe in God, saying that they need to be quiet about that. It it is um, it is such such a shame because you're exactly right. I mean, Thomas Jefferson said an educated electorate is what we need to be able to make sure that our country stays on track. And instead of education, Democrats have turned it into indoctrination, and that is destroying our country. Well, there are enough forces of evil at work in this uh, in this country to uh, to sober anyone uh, as we as we look across what is happening to this great nation of ours. Let's turn to the great state of Arizona. And uh, let's let's go through the race. Uh, 
Carrie Lake seems to be uh, from from way out here in the the east. Uh, she seems like she is just tearing it up. Uh, how strong is she? Is she uh, is she as strong as her polls seem to indicate? Yes, she is. She is an amazing woman. She has got a great grasp on obviously communicating and calling out the mainstream media for their uh, incompetence and their bias. And she has been uh, studying policy since she got into this race so that she is ready to put together teams who are ready to lead in our states on everything from border security to the economy to water to homelessness, for goodness sake. Um, she's, she's the only candidate that's really even touched on that. And that's despite, Lou, despite the media trying to destroy her. I just saw a story this morning that said in, in 2020, Republican candidates were covered uh, negatively 88% of the time across the board. In 2022, Republicans in general, it's, it's improved. It's only been 87% negative. But with Carrie Lake, it's 100% of the stories that have been done in the mainstream media are negative. 100%. You know what that tells me? They fear her. They fear that that MAGA movement, the America First movement, the, the love of our country, the love of our state, and the competent people that are in place to make that a reality. Yeah, they, they fear her. They fear Republican candidates. Uh, because they are uh, where they are doing best across the country. Uh, they are MAGA candidates. They are America first candidates. Uh, and they fear those candidates for the same reasons they hate Donald Trump. Uh, That's right. Honesty, straightforwardness, and uh, and an investment in the people who the establishment wants to forget, the globalist elites wants to forget, and that yes. is our great middle class in this country. Right, let, let's right. turn. Let's turn to. Well, uh, one one little final sure. thing on Carrie. Sure. What Carrie and Blake and Abe and and Mark, all of them, but Carrie in particular, shows that this is not a uh, worship of Donald Trump that it, it has been the issue. It is a love of our country that is the issue, and and they they wanted to make it all about Trump. And I love Trump. You know, you you know, I love Trump. Um, but this is not just about Donald Trump. This is about our country. It's about our policies. It's about moving things. And it is certainly a movement. And with different people espousing that, not just President Trump, that's what they're afraid of. The widespread um, dissemination of the fact that we can make America great again, for real. Yeah, and I and I understand uh, your perspective in, in, in saying that. Uh, the and it's one of the difficulties, uh, frankly, uh, is the left wants to ascribe worship, if you will, <laughs> adulation, yes. uh, to the MAGA Americans uh, when it comes to Donald Trump. Uh, they support Donald Trump because he's right on the issues. They support right. Donald Trump because he's got the strength to lead. And they support uh, Donald Trump because he actually kept his promises as he ran for president and carried out four years of his term and was denied another. Uh, let, let's turn to, uh, I, I want to talk about Mark Fincham uh, as uh, Secretary of State, how he's doing in the race. Oh, he, he's doing amazingly well. I don't know if you saw yesterday. Just yesterday, he was kicked off 
Twitter for yep, some strange that. reason. He um, and and I don't know who's still left there with with Elon. I do love everything that's happening with Twitter. Um, that there is a lot more freedom of speech, and that and I love to see the leftists. Actually, I love to see their heads exploding about it. Um, but Mark is doing very very well. I, I think he's leading in the polls. The Democrats are pouring millions of dollars into Arizona and into supporting his opponent and and trying to lie, cheat, and steal to keep Mark Fincham out of that office. But I do not think they are going to be successful. We are working very, very hard to make sure that Mark Fincham is victorious November 8th and beyond, uh, even when they start finding more votes after the election for the Democrats, we are going to be working very, very hard to make sure that no one gets cheated out of what, uh, you know, their win, and certainly not Mark Fincham. I want to also just uh, interject. Uh, It's important for everybody to know, Elon Musk personally made certain that that, with eight days to go uh, till the election at that point, uh, that uh, Fincham got back his blue check uh, and had full <laughs> full account uh, and, and free to be used it on Twitter. Uh, we've got an unusual, and uh, thank goodness uh, he is for real, uh, a leader uh, in uh, Elon Musk. I, I mean, it's terrific what he's doing already. And by the way, we should point out, as he has pointed out, he hasn't done anything yet to free up uh, the, <laughs> the algorithms and to, and some of the nonsense that's gone on. It's just naturally occurring uh, is until he can build up his uh, 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 moderation and mitigation board. I'll put it that way. Uh, let's, yep. uh, Mark Fincham, uh, you know, I find him to be terrific. Uh, he's talking great sense, has great judgment. And the secretaries of state are, are just critical, critical offices uh, in every state. Uh, for obvious reasons, just talk to anyone who's run into uh, George Soros as a result. Uh, how about uh, Abe? How's he doing? Oh, Abe is doing great, too. And one one more thing about Mark. Mark talks sure. about ballots submitted outside the law. So, you know, whenever people start talking about fraud or they talk about illegal ballots, then it gets everybody's, um, you know, it gets their panties in a in a bunch. And so, but votes outside the law or ballots outside the law that are submitted outside the law should not be counted. And I think that's very easy to understand. And the that Supreme Court has ruled, by the way, the Supreme Court has finally stepped in and ruled on that. Even minor flaws uh, dis, uh, invalidate a ballot. Uh, yes. it, it doesn't carry beyond the case to which they decided, but it certainly shows you the thinking of the Supreme Court. Right, right. And that transitions to Abe because when we have a strong secretary of state who is seeking to make sure that our elections are transparent, are secure, and just wants to follow the law, his, his uh, Fincham's slogan, slogan is just follow the law. Yes, that's what we want. You have to have a strong attorney general in place to be able to stand up for that law when necessary. And Abe Hamaday is going to be a fighter for, for the law. Uh, he doesn't want to make law like his opponent. He doesn't want to focus on abortion or climate change um, or you know, other radical leftist things. He doesn't want to be um, one of these attorney generals or attorneys general who ignore the law. That's what his opponent wants to do. He wants to get in there and enforce the law and um, and help when and, when and secure the border. 
and secure the border. Yes. And, and, uh, and, and have the people who are crossing illegally held accountable rather than rewarded. It seems very simple, but, uh, the Democrats, you know, it's loony, loony liberals um, have loony ideas. I think that once we get this team into office from Kerry to Mark to Abe to Tom Horn to Kimberly Yee, once they are in place, Arizona is going to shine and we're going to show the nation and other states what they too can have if they put the right people in the right place at the right time. I want, to, I want to deal with two issues before we let you go. One is we understand Barack Obama is going to be right there in, in Arizona to boost the Democrats. Uh, you're thinking. I don't think Barack Obama can bring any undecided voters to the Democrats. And in fact, maybe he can frighten some Democrats away from Katie Hobbs and the other people that he wants to uh, try to try to bring up. So good. Come on in, Barack. Bring your leaf painting with you where you're peeking out of the leaves, sitting in a chair. Uh, you ah. got booed the other day. You heard you heard him getting booed with the FJB. Uh, I think that that very well could happen in Arizona. I'm not sure, but I don't think he adds anything to what's going on in Arizona. And maybe it harms the Democrats. Well, you know, Barack Obama, I, would, I was going to ask you if you had actually invited him in because people forget that Barack Obama, is the president who, from the time he entered office to the time he left, he lost 64 House seats. He yep. lost he lost 12 Senate seats. The Democratic Party controlled both houses. When he left, they didn't control either. And the Democrats lost 13 of 27 state legislatures that control both uh, bodies of the legislature. Uh, when they when he left, they, they had about half that. Uh, yep. They lost 13. So if the Democrats are desperate enough to put him on the campaign trail, uh, I think a lot of good things are going to happen in the state of Arizona and wherever else he touches down. So I, yep. secondly, I want to ask you about the Department of Justice. They're very concerned Apparently, they didn't notice that a district, a federal district court judge had ruled that it was perfectly all right to have poll watchers. That's the Justice Department, the, the Marxist dim Justice Department, just is very concerned about voters as a result of poll watchers. Your reaction? The only one intimidating voters is the DOJ itself and their representatives and some of our Democrats, including the Democrat County Sheriff in Maricopa County. People who are watching boxes peacefully, they are not intimidating anyone. And I can tell you that they're not nearly as scary as those Black Panthers who, who had uh, clubs in their hand under Obama. And Obama's Justice Department said that was just fine. So if that's one, if that's the First Amendment standard that we go from, Having little old ladies and men sitting in lawn chairs 75 feet away from an unmanned drop box is perfectly fine with me. Kelly Ward, chair of the Republican Party in the great state of Arizona. Kelly, we wish you and all of the great Republican candidates in Arizona uh, a great, successful election day. Uh, we appreciate it so much. All the best of luck. God bless you. Thanks. Thanks, Lou. God bless you. We're going to save America. 
Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Please join us tomorrow when our guest will be Senator Ted Cruz. He has a new book out called Justice Corrupted, How the Left Weaponized Our Legal System. Senator Cruz here tomorrow. Please join us. Till then, God bless you, and may God bless America.